0: This is episode 211 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. Turns out I have a flat tire, Manzano. Hey, I, I just realized I forgot to put a thing on there, but, but you got me covered,
1: so thanks. <laughs> Will, thrown to the wolves.
2: Hagwood. Hey, I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me.
0: And Matt, the first class guy, Carrie. Hey there! How's everybody doing? How all come right, he gets like a, like a nice title. I'm referring to his Discord handle. That's like, if he, I don't know. L- listen, <laughs> I have only so much to go off of. Okay, man, this, you see this guy full of jealousy, full of jealousy, <laughs> all the time. Well, he's got hopefully- two working ankles. Really jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, hopefully everybody out there is uh, is ready to have a good time tonight. I will tell you before we go any further. Today is going to be a bit abbreviated for a couple of reasons, um, but I'm I'm going to take the blame on myself. Short answer is the number three and the number eight are not the same, and they can be the difference between a significant amount of work. And that amount of work done twice. So that's all I'll I'll let you know. If you know the story, you know. If you don't, well, maybe I'll tell you at some point. But we're going to jump into it. Today, we are focusing on the USA versus Sweden XTC matchups. As a reminder, Marcel, what is the XTC for anybody who maybe uh, hasn't been uh, tuning in for a while and they just need a quick refresher?
1: It is the X-Wing Team Championships, usually done in person, in europe this year because of covid uh was opened up to well everybody's always been available to go but more people have the ability to go uh so it is 38 countries excuse me 39 because i found out one country cheated two countries cheated 39 countries because latvia and lithuania teamed up to make one super ltu team which i didn't know was a possibility or else we'd be have like a US-Canada thing, you know? Uh, like a super team. Uh, but uh, 38 countries uh, playing uh, all seven, each country has to have all seven factions and it, it's going to be played out FIFA style, so there is uh, eight no, five groups of eight. A couple groups have seven where there's going to be a round-robin tournament, the top two from each team advance to the finals in august and the finals will be a 10 team round robin two day event um again at this point it's like uh tts wise the best of the best in or at least since it's, it's intended to be the best of the best in the world on tabletop simulator i think there's a little bit of a difference met, uh, you know between like t- table uh, but also what it allows is a lot of those really amazing local players that just either don't have the time or don't have the money or whatever reason, they just don't have the interest to make it out to international events gives them the opportunity to show off their skills. So there's going to be some pretty amazing play um, and a lot of hype. I think the hype is on.
0: Awesome. I'm excited for it. So today, we earlier today, Marcel, uh, you did the pairings with Team Sweden. You guys went back and forth. Um, William, can you give us a quick rundown of kind of how that works before we actually look at the specific matchups?
2: Yeah. So each team, uh, this is all done simultaneously, hidden. Uh, So each team will put down a first faction to be uh, the is it attackers and then two defenders. Okay. So there's one attacker, two defenders. So you put down your attacker and you get to see your team's attacker because they're revealed simultaneously and you can respond to them with two defenders. And then you get to reveal those simultaneously and then you have a moment to uh, decide then uh, which of those two defenders you want paired up against your, your attacker. Uh, that's uh, All this is done simultaneously in secret and then once you reveal those, the defender of your choice, uh, that's matched up with the attacker. And this continues on until, essentially, there's only two factions remaining on each team. And then those are paired
0: up together. Awesome. Awesome. Now, before we get into the, the pairings, uh, Matt, for maybe somebody who doesn't know, who are you? I'm uh, I'm just an X-Wing scrub. Uh no no
3: no i don't do anything i don't play any games anywhere uh no i uh i won the gold squadron classic way back when we when second edition like first launched it was the first major tournament so it was pretty cool and then um since then i've been in a lot of gsp tournaments and other tournaments i got top 2 at uh the at gencon 2019 man it's hard to remember with COVID yeah what what year uh and then yeah I've been playing in a lot of uh the online stuff and um yeah so Carson got you
1: yeah yeah oh nice so now you see we have the the reigning number one and the reigning number two in North America so I didn't even know that
0: yep you
1: didn't what <laughs> I didn't know he got nowhere I knew Carson got first I didn't know he got second uh, some um, scrubs and I guess yeah. we'll take well,
0: Matt Carey too I guess
1: yeah I mean to be to be fair I was looking when picking the team I was looking specifically at people that had done well on tabletop simulator because there are people that play well in person have not learned or have not put in the time and the work on Tabletop Simulator. So I was looking for, for people that, that had Tabletop Simulator um, good results and Matt has had really good showings yeah. on every GSP event we've run. Yeah,
3: I'm going to toot my own horn here but in the Galaxies event I had the most wins out of everybody. So
0: toot toot. Toot it, toot it boy. That's alright. Alright well we're going to go ahead and get into our first matchup. Now we're going to go through those matchups one through seven. Um To save a little bit of time, we're not going to worry about, like, pilot profiles. Now, Marcel, Will, and Matt, you guys are players in it, so you can go ahead and, you know, let us know if it's your list. Uh, But I really want to focus today on even if somebody is not invested in the XTC, it's an opportunity to study... Uh, or to practice matchups and us talking about them and you know what is a potentially a good matchup what is potentially a bad matchup and just having those conversations in there so let's go ahead and we are going to go ahead and crank out the first matchup which i know is will's matchup to start if i'm not mistaken if i'm not mistaken we, we have the.
3: <laughs> what are we doing, Matt? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm. I only have my. Uh... He's, he's using the force. He's like doing <laughs> the game <laughs> thing. He's like I only have my trackpad, so I don't have my mouse. I'm, I'm sitting no. at my dad's place, so I don't have my mouse. I just have my laptop. So <laughs> <laughs> no worries. DJ he's, he's providing the entertainment. He's helping me out with his,
1: <laughs> All right. his arrangement later all right Uh, but yes this this is me we've
2: uh um heard me talk about the uh finn bosk and kanan scum combination here uh utilizing some of the new crew uh zam and gamut key on bosk they're very essential to get them just as many modifiers per round that gamut key being able to uh, hold on to tokens while a lot of the times there's like well, I didn't use my focus token uh, Or I'll go into combat with a focus token uh, It really excels uh, on reinforce because you're unless you're Loric, uh Or someone your torani's shooting you something like that something weird uh, You probably will still have that reinforced at the end of the round so it's really easy to gamut key that and just save it for uh, the next round. Uh, Kanan obviously utilizing Gleb as well. Uh, turns out, new scum crew, very, very good. Uh, so I got some coordinating there, a little defensive support uh, with Kanan. And then obviously, Finn Rao, uh, acing it out there uh, with the training wheels of composure, I think is what you called it, Dion. Yep. Um,
0: <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, if you got to take a boost and you're not sure, you go, let's try it out. <laughs> you get to focus I mean, anyway. Uh, after practicing in it, I
2: really like because then I'll just like, yeah, whatever, barrel roll. Like, yeah, whatever. Like there's it's surprisingly nice on uh ships uh that have to reposition and then link to a red token. Um so you could just boost all day. Alright, uh, and against, what's your what's your opponent playing Uh my opponent is uh resistance, um and they are flying for Red Squadron T70s with R4, which gives them the hard two blue, and Pattern Analyzer, which allows them to take an action on red moves. That's either their talent roll or their 4K. All
0: right. So, Will, since you are the person playing in this matchup, uh, I just want to ask you right off the bat, feeling confident, feeling not confident? What do you think? Um...
2: I would rate this as even plus. Like I like I think I'm like seven out of ten, six out of ten matchups. I think I can win this. Um, the uh, the fact that Bosk can initiative kill these guys, Friend Rao doesn't uh, have somebody hunting him. He can go out and face them. Uh, so that's that's a good and also single modifying a lot of those uh, offense. Uh, attacks i think uh my heavy hitter boss there uh, can really find some damage in now on the flip side though it still is four three attack dice guns who are going to have a modifier on offense almost every single round um that pattern analyzer uh, and the stress clearing uh, mechanics of the r4 there are going to be consistent three dice and four dice attacks coming in um so that is a little bit troublesome. It could burn down uh Kanan, or even if uh Fenral gets caught in say a block, uh, that could be that could spell disaster for him as well.
0: Now we did, if I'm not mistaken, uh, on one of the Gold Squadron Flight Club nights in the last couple of weeks, actually play this matchup, didn't we? I don't know sure if it uh, yeah. was,
2: right. I don't think we I don't think either one of us were flying it optimally. <laughs> but uh yeah, I ended up working. I got some good luck on my red dice. Fenrir was able to uh, sneak around um, mm-hmm. the T 70s Um So yeah, um, I, it's it's something that um, what do I want to say? Uh, the ability. Uh, I I don't know who's flying this. I don't, I don't know. Well, I know who is flying. It. I don't know how well they've have experience with it Mm -hmm. Uh, but there is uh the sneaky fact you can see we actually have the s-foils closed on our little screen here uh there is that focus linked barrel roll which you can do on pattern analyzer and uh, essentially double stress yourself um and still uh, be able to barrel roll and get a mod uh that's super hard to predict so i don't know if they'll take advantage of that or if that's in their toolbox or not but um i I am expecting some unpredictability with these x-wings
0: now, one of the questions I want to look at here is let's talk about obstacles a little bit, right? Because one of the things I made sure to put up here is the obstacle choices. When we were talking about, this is going back a couple of weeks now, but about the showdown when I was choosing obstacles to go with each of the squads, we talked about the purpose behind each one, why they were good, why they were bad, depending on the matchups. Now, Will, you had mentioned that you, you, didn't, you don't want rocks because you want to be able to shoot, but you didn't want to bring gas clouds because you don't want to deal with the potential positive side effects for your enemies. Now, seeing that you got these asteroids, you know, out out there, if you have the initiative choice, what are you, what are you going to do?
2: Uh, I um, Do you have a bid? I think this was a full 200, right? Yeah, this is 200 on 200, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're 50 point uh T70s. Um, I'll say that the biggest thing I've been practicing is actually uh asteroid placement uh for bosk he flies in a very specific way uh because there's a large base uh who has no k turn mm-hmm. um so and you are right like i i don't like the gas clouds with uh Bosk gets a lot of like range two and range three like side arc uh kind of uh shots so i don't really want to give my opponents any more uh defensive modifiers as possible um so, yeah, I'll have to be careful about these big rocks, but at the same time, they could limit the K-turns and maneuverability of the
0: T-70s as well. All right. Now, I'm going to push it here really quickly to Marcel and Matt and give you guys about a minute each. I would like to know – I know I know, we love Will, but we got to try to look at this in a vacuum. My question to you is which list do you think has the advantage or you could call it a push if you think it's even. We'll go with you, Matt. Uh, I'm definitely going to
3: say that it, it just kind of like Will said, it, it's, it's favoring him most of the time, you know, it, it you know, it, it, it's not like a, a you know, blowout. He's not going to win it every time, but as long as he fl- flies well, he should, he should do it. And Marcel, uh, I would say
1: the same thing. In my view, it's a, it's a slight leaning towards Will only because he has more, more oh. tricks. The downside is um, that you're only rolling a limited number of dice, and, you, and those dice must count. So, if, if William rolls some really bad reds early on, it's hard to. You need that upfront damage because Bosk is going to eat damage. So. Uh, well, he probably won't need as much if he's double reinforced and cannon. But yeah, he, the, I, I guess what I'm saying is, the the I'll
0: um. I'll be back once The second. Reds have to count. <laughs> he has to make right. the Red count early. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's go ahead and we are going to move on to our next matchup here. William turned to Star Trek, so he went
1: from the Millennium Falcon to Beam Me Up, Scotty, and just literally disappeared.
0: <laughs> right there was a noise. I think he <laughs> went to address it. <laughs> I think Cheerio is uh, causing some uh, some ruckus. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at this next matchup. Uh, Marcel, you take a look at this one. What do we got here?
1: All right, so this is actually a really good one, both uh, uh, in the actual match itself plus the, um, the the names playing it. So we've got the reigning. Uh, North American champion and Carson Ray, flying something that he's comfortable with, which is Poe Dameron with uh, R4 and Heroic, uh, Lulo with Proton Rockets, and then Rose with C-3PO and Jess Pava with um, what is that? Is that BB, I believe? BB, mm-hmm. uh, a BB droid. Against Nicholas God, flying his Paylob with moldy crow and is that protector glove i can't see what that is
0: uh, uh yeah uh it's zam
1: zam okay zam then he's got uh Justero, a generic star viper and then he's got tyrannic Holdi with cluster missiles uh false munitions or munition fail safe and then the r5 tk so essentially he's loading up those zam charges early he's been flying this for a while um, or at least a version of it for, for a while.
0: Yeah, The difference um, in the in the flight club championships, he had Torkoal instead of Paylob That was a shenanigans there. Um, now, one of the things you got to watch out for, if you guys haven't noticed, is that you can use R5TK to fire at Paylob to get those zam charges going and have them ready for the bonus attack. He guaranteed round one and two, that's his goal, is just get the zam charges going, and you're going to be going into battle with those double attacks. Now, Marcel, who do you think has the advantage and why?
1: So I actually feel this one is one of those... Um uh, 50-50 matchups, and it's 50-50 matchup both in the lists. If you're just looking at at it objectively in the list, and in player skill, like both these are both top-notch players. So everybody, well, I wouldn't say everybody, but I think almost everybody knows both players. Uh, ha- both players have name recognition here. You've got four ships on four ships in. You've got kind of a jousting block with uh, Nicholas God's list and then on on Carson's side, on the resistance side, you have kind of a mixture between a jousting block and a um, kind of a mixture between a jousting block and the
0: um, and aces, the right?
1: The six and the five, yeah. Paylob, I'm pretty sure Palov got swapped out for Torko mostly because of uh, Hera shenanigans. It's like, okay, we're gonna see some Hera's. So let's take that token away from Hera. Um, so I'm pretty sure that that's what it was but now it opens the door up for initiative kills with your six and your five so that's ends up being a little bit of a positive for this one especially for um uh ships like Rose and Jess which are a little bit more resistant to token stealing like they'll be like you want to take a token okay I still got some mods um those cluster missiles he's got to be careful make sure that he doesn't have Rose and um Jess together so that creates a little bit of um of of an issue but I think ultimately the having the ability to to play the long game with Lulo and Poe if he plays it right while uh, Jess and Rose just become kind of like um, distractions you can't ignore them and you have to kill them and you probably will it's just how long is it going to take you and how much are you going to lose in order to do so so it'll, it'll be an interesting um matchup i i I have this up as a as a 50 50 matchup depending on you know who um this will be completely on player skill like who has the better strategy going into it
0: that day huh all right uh will one minute who do you think's got it and why oof uh
2: i mean nicholas god has been flying this squad for a long time i've seen him fly it against a lot of different matchups um I think I would lean like 60-40 uh, Nicholas, actually. No offense to Carson, uh, but uh, this is uh, Nicholas's uh, bread and butter. So can't, can't deny him that he's got skill with it.
3: And Matt? Uh, I'm going to go in the same boat as Will. Uh, it, I mean, again, it is very close on this one because I believe in Carson. But, man, I've seen nicholas with uh you know similar list but his ability to block with that black sun star viper is fantastic and if he if he can do that which i know he can it, it could really uh really hurt uh but you know uh carson has some unstealable mods that paylob can't take away he's got jess rerolls he's got rosary rolls he's got calculates that can't be stolen so i you know uh, it's like the last one where it slightly lent lent into the USA's favor. I think this one slightly leans in Sweden's
0: favor. All right. And one of the things, just my quick analysis is if Nicholas can make sure to get the bullseye on early and consistent and making sure to get those bonus attacks from just from triggering Tarani's ability. I think Nicholas takes it. If Carson can avoid Tarani's bullseye, then I think you know. I think it ends up going in Carson's favor. I think that that is those mm-hmm. a couple of extras attack can really make a huge difference. Yeah, fully uh, agree. All right, our next matchup, you know it. We are going to Matt Carey's matchup here. Hey, I know M- that guy, Matt. <laughs> matchup number three: The Rebellion versus the Republic. What do we got going on here, Matt? uh so
3: we have uh i will be flying the rebels which is i have harrison dola with proton rockets ahsoka tano with proton rockets and now instinctive aim and then uh jan Ors with jen engine upgrade and moldy crow and then just a uh baby wedge in the a-wing it's uh kind of a uh just a, a modification on the list that I took to um, the Ace Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, just subbing out Luke with uh, Jan Ors with Jin. And that gives some versatility to where, you know, uh, everybody can have an evade and gives more tokens that Hera can. Uh, just some versatility for how Hera can toss those tokens around, what they become. And uh, just the new A Wings are a whole lot of fun. And then on the Republic side, Sweden is flying a uh, generic LAT, the 212 Battalion Pilot with synchronized console, a uh, 104th Battalion ARC times two, and then the uh, Loyalist Volunteer, which is the I2 V Wing with synchronized console. The I believe it's Besh configuration that lets you carry bombs and spend your Mm -hmm. target lock to get a pseudo advanced optics So he's got two of those as well.
0: So a little mini swarm So what are your thoughts going into this let me actually let me let me ask a specific question target priority If you have your choice, what would you like to take out first and why I think I I think I want to
3: take out the uh, the arcs the the uh, Like I have some super dodgy ships if I can get rid of some three attack that I feel I'll think I'll feel safer towards the end. Uh, I mean, there's still the thermal debts that, you know, can get past agility, but uh, those ships can't reload. So, you know, they 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 only have so many thermal debts. And I think if I could get those off early, that would probably be the best choice.
0: All right. Fantastic. Now, going into the matchup, I know we we don't know too much about the specific player. How are you feeling? I feel really good. Like, uh, first of all,
3: I'm I'm very comfortable with my list, and I would be more worried if this was uh, Warthog in the lat, where, you know, I can't initiative kill anything, but Mm -hmm. right now I have essentially four aces that are really hard to hit, so... I, I think I, I think i got a good uh, a, a very
0: good chance. All right, fantastic. And one of the other advantages you clearly have is initiative, right? He's got all initiative 2s, uh, so you're going to be able to have all your ships, including Jan Orr's boosts in you did, you did hook her up with that engine upgrade, making that boost from red to white. Uh, so that's awesome. But at the same time, we can't uh, we can't downplay the fact that because he is all initiative 2, you got to watch out for some weird blocking shenanigans because he can move them however he wants, whatever order he wants. So we might see some, some crazy stuff out there yeah all right marcel quick take who do you think's got it uh
1: i think this is one of our better matchups you can't sleep on anything especially when you have five ships out there uh any anything can happen so there are no like oh yeah we got this on any of these matches but i would say uh if we're doing i think you know you guys did like the six out of ten so i i would say the um the rebel list wins maybe eight out of ten, seven out of ten, eight out of ten, um, regardless of players. And then you got Matt playing, so I feel confident about this. No pressure, Matt. But uh, I'm I'm putting that when I'm, I'm putting that in the books for you already. Will? Yeah, I'm about in the same boat. Um,
2: if the dice can cooperate, yeah, easily uh, eight or nine. Uh, out of 10 matchups, I think Matt can pull this off here. Uh, just the uh, the firepower of a uh, like a three or four dice attack and then two prockets as well. And uh, you added the instinctive aim, uh, Matt. Uh, have you found that like a full force Ahsoka lock, uh, like boost lock um, is the way to shoot that
3: procket? Uh, is, that, is that more optimal than the focus yeah I, I would i would lock boost and i mean hera if she once you know i mean it, we, we've seen how it works i mean mm-hmm. except for now you would have to have instinctive aim for it to work but hera can provide the extra token if she happens to be around and yeah no i lock plus two force on five dice is is pretty solid It it's it's the way to go
0: Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, as
3: long
1: as you don't straight joust this, uh... yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, it's still three. It's still a lot of guns with a lot of yeah. rerolls, uh, with yeah, a lot the... of offensive modifiers. So that's that's the tricky part, and that's why I think um, getting a lot of uh, ships that have that are fast was 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 a priority against this one.
2: Yeah, I'd probably say the the matches that the rebels are going to lose in this is when Jan just gets gunned down when they just uh because she's fast with that engine upgrade but not all the time
0: and one of the inter- interesting things I find about the the team Sweden list is the choice of which ships t- are taking synchronized console. so he chose the two attack die ships to take them rather than the mm-hmm. three attack die ships so we're gonna end up taking that two, that those two attack dice that are normally not super consistent, and, and just trying to see if we can get two hits every time. If you can get two hits every time, that's just as good as average three dice, you know. So yeah, the, uh, we gotta watch out for that.
3: The lat hands out free rerolls, and then again, if you know, if the lat gives you the right you know dice, you just pass on that target lock because you can still pass it at range one. Uh, mm-hmm. to ships that don't have synchronized console. yeah. Uh so they could still give that to the 104ths and give them a fully modified shot.
0: That's right. And then you got the with the Besh as well. I mean there you gotta watch out for those those shots. That that's still this Republic still has some teeth, but uh but yeah I think you do have a lot of tools there Matt and we're gonna we're gonna write that one down as a as a USAW We'll, uh, we'll we'll find out you know we got a week <laughs> hoping to, by the way if anybody was wondering we are hoping to catch some matches here on GSP um, actually after today's cast I'm going to be reaching out to both team Sweden and team USA to figure out who's available this Wednesday during our normal streaming time so we can slot in three uh, three games there or as many as we can and we will try to fill from some of the other matchups that are going on from there. All right, let's go on to our fourth matchup that we're taking a look at. This is a first order on first order showdown. I believe we have Doug Howe playing in this one. Uh, Will, go ahead and break this one down. All right, so uh, Doug has brought
2: uh, two uh, aces. Uh, this is uh, Major Vaughn Reg uh, with Home Afterburners. And then Supernatural Kylo with Prime Thrusters and Proton torpedoes. The Prime Thrusters allowing him to always be able to Supernatural even while stressed. And uh, the uh, Afterburners uh, and Lone Wolf giving us a lot of maneuverability and some extra mods for uh, the Major there. Uh, Against him for Sweden. Uh, We got, uh, let me double check here. We got one, two, three, first order. uh, Oh, they're not test pilots. They're Sigma Sinar. Sinar James James Engineers. engineers. Yes, exactly. Uh, My old eyes are failing me. Uh, with also uh, Malorus with Swarm Tactics and Agent Terex. Agent Terex uh, gives you three rounds of throwing a Calculate to a friend or even to yourself. Zero to three there. Uh, then eventually uh, once you run out he'll flip over and will either give you a free Calculate or give you a free Jam token. Uh, you can, uh, and then you can uh, give that Jam uh, to a, uh, an enemy at range three. As an action as well, uh, the most interesting part of this list is that swarm tactics going to be able to bump up uh, one of those uh, silencers to I five uh, to uh, prevent a sort of uh, initiative killing, right? Um, if it uh, whichever one's got the shot. Uh, now there is some odd uh, what do I say uh, range bands. Uh, mm-hmm. terex is range three um malaris re-rolls, uh you have to re-roll blanks is range two and then swarm tactics is range one um so it will be interesting to see how uh, much they fly this uh, i doubt they'll just be flying in a block next to malaris right uh, but i assume one will be lingering nearby um and then two kind of uh in that range two to three bubble as well
0: man this this is going to be a game of speed holy crap these <laughs> these ships can give some gas you got four silencers total on the board plus a tie ba you know one of the things I'm I, I, I have faith in Doug Howe But one of the things I worry about in this matchup, when it comes to Team Sweden's list, they have those three silencers. And while the tie Baron can be very fast, when you also have that lone wolf, you have some distance you're going to be keeping away from Kylo Ren, there is a possibility of those three silencers trying to go ahead and corner Von Reg in some part of the board and take him out. Because with three of those, you can make a pretty convincing kill box. All yeah, right, makes sense to me. Matt, quick thoughts. Who do you think
3: has the advantage? Uh, I'm going to give it to Doug. I, I, I've i leaned for T- Team USA a couple different one of these, but I've seen Doug fly Super Kylo a lot, and he's Super Primed Kylo, which makes him about as predictable as Gurry. So <laughs> uh, pinning him down is going to be hard. Uh, if he can... You know, it, I, I think he'll probably try and take out Malaris because, you know, it's the least maneuverable and easiest to shoot. Uh, and if he can do that and then just play, you know, uh, catch me if you can while uh, trying to, you know, just whittle down a silencer, if he can definitely get it down to just two ships, I think he's one. So I'm, I'm leaning in that direction. All right,
0: Marcel?
1: Yeah, I like Doug on this one as well. Uh, I think he's smart enough not to joust his Von Regen five <laughs> ship uh, for starters. <laughs> At range two of, of uh, Kylo, so he don't need, so he doesn't even get that. I gotta I gotta, so I gotta he, do
0: a quick time out here. That video posted to YouTube yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was great. The comment section being being like, "All right, I think Marcel will do X, Y, and Z," and then people replying to themselves, "What the hell?" It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um anyway, continue. so it turns
1: out violence is is is, is uh only Dale count uh, only Dale can uh Cromwell can um can joust with interceptors and BAs. Um but yeah I, I think Doug is smart enough not to do what I did. And I think another thing, you know, that that he's got that um just list building wise is a smart choice smarter than the one that i made is that afterburners being able to do a double reposition and still be able to end up with a token to be able to double reposition and still have a token um to really just get out of some some situations and then also having the access to the proton torpedoes uh especially in this matchup where it's going to be hard to you know three agility ships are hard to break through um, so, so eating four dice at them is is nice, especially if he's hiding, if the opponent is hiding Malurus um, in the back, just be able to range three, just toss a couple torpedoes at him. Uh, doesn't mean it means that he doesn't have to engage too heavily to to make his punches hurt. So, I I I like it. it it's a tough matchup. It's not an easy matchup at all. Anytime you're flying two ships, it's never easy. Mm-hmm. Uh but if anybody can do it, uh Doug is one of those people and um yeah. I, I I lean towards uh towards towards Doug on this one, towards the US.
0: Now one of the questions I did have looking at the uh, the first order list for Team Sweden was with Malorus in there. You do have those different toys. We talked about Swarm Tactics. We talked about Agent Tarek's and, of course, Malorus's ability. Um, but one of the things I, I saw immediately is, like, why why is Malorus not hollow? I feel like in, in this matchup specifically, Hollow could do a ton of work with being able to be, first, more maneuverable, but also, you know, keep one of those, um, you know, be more defensive with one of those silencers, being able to throw out evades or extra tokens. Um, I, I think in this matchup, the choice of Malaris could end up being a, a fault, for team sweden uh but of course we're gonna have to wait and see and will did you give a an overall prediction on this one uh no i'm there's uh i
2: uh you know me i'm not the biggest uh super race uh person i trust doug Howe, obviously um so it comes down to what can the silencers do before malaris gets taken down Mm -hmm. um and that, I think that's the difference, like what you're saying. We normally see hollow with three silencers like this, um, but uh, Madlaris does have the seven health, can uh, provide uh, some interesting uh, support to them, but the maneuverability uh, being so slow um, is going to be a real problem against these fast aces. So it's really like what, what can Doug trade Madleris for? Mm-hmm.
3: Ooh, cherries! I, I definitely agree on the the, the hollow point, Dion, because like uh, I know uh, another point. U.S. Team USA member, Kenneth Lyons, he flew three Sinar and high hollow against me in galaxies and just absolutely wiped the floor with me. So mm-hmm. I think that you're right; that would probably have been the better choice
2: yeah and because of doug's i what i can only assume is a huge bid uh for this list um it's got to be like what 12 13 points something like that i think it's closer but, to 20 <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough uh but that what that is going to mean though is that malaris and whatever a swarm tactics is going to be strained before kylo shoots um so that'll be uh like in the position where malaris has to shoot like might not even just take like might not uh depending on where kylo Ren's lock is that ship might uh just not shoot uh well maybe not the silencer but like mylaris might not shoot just so isn't forced to take the string. Mm-hmm. so there's some interesting like there is a penalty to mylaris normally we see it on these i1s but when you start swarm tactics seeing them uh there that does that strain can become a penalty
0: and one of the last things, and people are bringing it up here, one of the last things that I think Doug does have to be careful with is with Mallaris being the obvious, quote unquote, obvious weak link in the squad, there is a possibility for overcommitment to that ship. And if if it's obvious that that's where you're going, then the Sinar Jameis engineers can get into position. So uh, I, I think would that's going to be. That. I don't think Doug. Would fall for that. <laughs> you you think you would? Well, I would also I would also <laughs> fall for that. Okay, yeah, I'd be like five over straight two. boost.
1: But I don't, I, yeah, I think I think Doug, Doug learned uh, didn't even learn that. I think he's more patient.
0: we'll have to see, but I know I'm, I, you know you know in a vacuum, I want these especially newer players to to realize that oh. is sometimes the obvious target is, might not necessarily be the best target. It's going to really depend on from matchup to matchup and player to player. Will you had something else to say on that? Thought I heard you. Nope. All right. Uh, nope. Just agree- just nodding my head in agreement. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's go ahead and go on to matchup number five. Matchup number five is Marcel Manzano versus an Imperialist. When I was making today's uh you know layouts, I said all the upgrades versus very few upgrades all right marcel go ahead and break down this matchup okay so
1: i am flying a triple republic Regenalist. it's with obi on the eta with sense um predator tractor beam r2d2 and shield upgrade uh r2d2 being the one that uh because there's so many r2d2s out there the Republic version of the R2-D2 is after you activate, after you've done your actions and repositions and everything else, you get to spend the charge to get a deplete token, and then you I can you can either repair a critical, remove a face-down card, get a shield back, or get rid of a bomb. So get a bomb if, if it's within range one, zero to one. Uh, so we have that. Also flying Anakin... In the N1 Starfighter with collision detector, advanced proton torpedoes, R2 regen, and intimidation. And then Rick Olay with advanced sensors, Daredevil, and also R2 Astromech. Um, flying against a triple empire list. Um, I would call it, I don't, I don't know if it's a triple, it's a double. I guess it's a triple ace list, but um, it's an ace list with six four fours initiative six and two fours. So it's Darth Vader with fire control system. Interestingly enough, it's Darth Vader with fire control system and no afterburners. Uh, so that was an interesting choice. Uh, Colonel Vessery on the Tide defender. Defenders are always tough uh, with crack shot, and then you have seventh sister with fire control system. Um with uh coming in and the empire list has the bid so they have four four six against my four five five so he'll have to he'll get to choose kind of pick your poison you know Uh, is anakin is my anakin going to be an ace arc dodging or is my anakin going to be going after intimidation blocks um but um yeah that's that's the matchup i personally feel this is a a good matchup for me um defenders are super tough to kill uh so that that's always tough but um one of the, I think you know especially Vessery with being able to um uh have double mods so he, he puts out a lot of offensive power as well as um uh just super tough to kill the crack shots from seven Sisters is are tough but I think um, Darth Vader, without without a boost, uh, when you're facing against ships that move really fast and like to move really fast, uh, will make it a little bit tougher to concentrate fire. So I'm hoping that I have the ability to have him um, me me dictate the the shots. So if I lose a couple shields on one runaway regen and and just be able to swap around while i plink away a couple damage here and there to get some points in. uh so that's probably the 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 uh, the the main thing that i would be trying to do as well as um sense on obi-wan just being able to see where where his ships are going to be and make sure that i'm not there <laughs> So his or that or be. that you are there and you get you you or block them or something like in that. Anakin's case that I am there, right. uh, so you know Vesary if, if you block Vader, then you're getting rid of multiple mods because Vessery is not getting those. Well, I guess you know Vessery still gets it from son and sister, but you know at least you're not getting it from Vader or vice versa. So, um, not an easy matchup. Uh, defenders are never an easy matchup, but I I i like my chances on it
3: right, matt uh i'm gonna favor I, i'm gonna keep going with team usa because you know why not uh but but i'm gonna i'm gonna favor marcel on this i think his list um uh, it, it 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 comes down to that advanced proton torpedo in my mind if he can land that on any of those ships And do get a decent hit off. I think he probably has won the game at that point. If you, because you're either going to cripple Vader, cripple Seven Sister, or, you know, get it, dig into Colonel Vessery. If, and, and with Sense and Anakin's pseudo advanced sensors and Rick's pseudo advanced sensors, he can get the block off on Vader. And, uh, I mean, I don't think I've seen anybody fly, but Anakin. Better than Marcel So I believe in that Bananakin, Um, Bananakin, Yes (laughs) Uh, uh, And uh, If uh, you know uh, Like Marcel said if he can get the intimidation Like it You kind of have the, uh, the 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 hard choice For the opponent if they get the roll off You know if you don't want Anakin to be a blocker but you also don't want him to out ace your guys, so it, that's going to be a rough choice for the opponent.
0: All right, Will.
2: Yeah, that's that's literally what uh, is on my mind for this matchup. Is um, well, this is assuming that uh, that uh, the Republic is taking first player which might not be the case. Might might uh, want to keep those uh, K turns unblockable from Vessery, but let's assume that first player's um, given to the Republic here. I think it does, uh, um, the, the game hinges on uh, those rounds where you can get not just a block, a good block, because it has a follow-up shot. Um, like, just blocking a ship and taking away its focus of aid doesn't really mean much if uh, there's no follow ups to it. So, I think that's what this game's going to come down to, uh, depending on who's got first player, is going to be whether on that uh, seventh and Vestry can go out there and get some blocks. Obviously, it's going to be hard to block Rick because he's got advanced sensors, but uh, still getting in his way, preventing those things. Um, and I think that uh, I see it as 50 50. And that's going to be uh, the determining factor is uh, out of all the matchups we've talked about, this one very much is player skill. Um, who can get the blocks, who can anticipate the lanes, things like that. So uh, not, not discount, Marcel. I think you got it, brother. But uh, it's, as on paper, this is 50-50 to me.
0: One of the things that does have me a little worried, a little worried, is Will. You showed us. You gave a very clear indication that Vader can in fact be flown without afterburners. If you put yes, him sir. in the in the right place the first time, he's initiative mm-hmm. 6. He rolls up. All he's got to do is shoot, right? I think mm-hmm. I think the offensive output of Vader will be the determining factor in that game. If Marcel, if you can limit Vader I think, like, I was thinking about priority targets. I think Vader is probably the easiest one to kill out of the three, right? Because you got Focus Evade on Vessary. You got Potential Force Evade on on Seven Sister. But Vader, Vader is the least maneuverable, even though they all have three agility. He doesn't have Evade tokens out there. You have a chance to take him out first. But I think... The the most blockable, too yeah he is he's, it's, it's exactly but I think if you have because your ships have such low health if there is even one or two turns where Vader where you either miss the block or, or you misjudge something because you use sense on somebody else and Vader gets even a range two or a range one shot on somebody and punches through one of your three guys imagine losing Obi-Wan Kenobi that loaded thick Kenobi to a one shot Vader going to be a going to be a sad day going to be a sad day so just something something to my word of warning watch out for the dark lord of the sith marcel and i you know this that is that is why i am also looking at this as a 50 50 because sense is an extremely powerful tool and what i think people figured out a little bit at first, people said, Sense, How why is that good? And it was the same thing with, like, Intel Agent and First Edition. Like, guys, it's not just that ship that gets to use it. It's really, like, everybody, all your ships can use that information from that one card. So if uh, I think Sense is one of the biggest uh, pieces that you have in your squad and mixed with Advanced Sensors and Anakin's, you know, barrel roll preposition, um, I think that will... Uh, that will Lean the game towards you. We got to watch out for the Dark Lord, though. All right. Let's move on here to the sixth matchup. The sixth matchup, we got the Empire versus, oops, the Empire versus some Separatists. All right. Let's go ahead and get them in frame here. All right. Matt, I believe you are up. All right, uh, f-
3: I have some experience flying against this uh, this Empire list. It was uh, Steve Coutillo, who was flying it, went 10-0 and at the Ace Championship, so we know he knows how to fly it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some mild changes, uh, so he's got Commander Gorin, who is the interceptor that allows you to, after you bump, you can perform a red focus action, and then he's got three Black Squadron Scout Strikers, that everybody has discipline disciplined and then two of the strikers have thermal debts and two have prox mines and that's the changes he added prox mines which i think really has powered up the list he lost a little bit of a bid which is fine but he's that it definitely makes being behind the strikers more dangerous and then on the swedish team we got general grievous with predator and All the all the tools that General Grievous typically has Tidal, Impervium, and then Zam Wessel, and then Churtek. It's and this Churtek actually has Ensnare, which it could matter. I mean, there it's an I4, so he's unblockable and he's gonna be an ace to everybody except for Gorin. Um yeah, it's um and Zam Zam with Dooku is super strong. Uh I, I want to say this one leads slightly to the Separatists, as it is a... a th- that uh, Zam Grievous plus one list is really strong. I, I, I think it's a really good uh, archetype. And then uh, just Dooku being able to make those Thermal debts always land a crit on these ships without shields is rough. And Zam just being able to either double tap or double mod and... Yeah, these the, the this is one of the best ace lists that I like. Even though you know two of them are i four, but uh, ace list. But uh, again, Steve went ten and zero at ace, which that was a that was a rough field to fight through. So, if anybody can fight these guys, I, I think he's got it.
0: Yeah, I think the prox mines could be a key in this matchup. that 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 small change but i'll I'll leave mine for the end uh will
2: i uh, i'm not as familiar with uh, the goran strikers obviously i watched the final of the aces uh but um i'm not sure how they do on different matchups and i i i'm i am definitely biased against zam not, uh, just, uh, maybe I'm terrified of Zam, uh, with Dooku. Uh, it's just got so many tools, uh, the rear arc especially, um, automatic, automatic modifiers on a turret, phew, very scary. So, uh, honestly, I don't know. It, it, this one depends on those bombs. I think the bombs are going to be the key, uh, factor here. Um, but... Then again, there's Duku, Proxy Mine, Chirtech. Uh, Duku could call a uh, blank on a uh, on those Proxy Mines, right? Mm-hmm. You can call any any dice
1: rolled. Is that yeah, right? but I mean, you're rolling just roll two. two. So yeah. if one is blank, yeah, I mean, you you probably it's more of a thermal detonator because the proxy is still automatic plus two sure uh i like i said just
2: because i am personally terrified of zam uh, i think i would have to give this uh, a small uh, uh what am i trying to say boost i don't know advantage uh,
3: to advantage,
2: uh, advantage thank you a small advantage um to the uh separatist here um, because i think that that zam could last all game um and just
1: just keep firing quality shots Marcel my god I'm choking on these cherries <laughs> sorry um, they're delicious though uh, so the yeah this one's uh, a tough one because um, it, this this is this can go either way so I I, I wouldn't have it 5050 I would probably have it like 45 55 like that even but with a slight slight edge towards uh <clears throat> with a slight edge towards uh um the separatist list now what i one of the things that the separatist list separatist list can do especially with the tractor beam is just completely nuke one of these things before they shoot you don't have a nash, nash on there so it's going to die without um shooting back but but now remember that you know it's got discipline on there so you can still you have a focus of aid, so you're probably going to take a couple shots to kill them you're not going to one shot any of these things and then um if you do kill one of them now they're either taking their target lock to make a double modded shot with you still have four three die guns taking double modded shots at you if you kill one and even if you're arc dodging the barrel is still there. So I think it's actually a really like Churtek is it's one of those situations where Churtek is like pick your poison. Like, yeah, you can come in and try to ace and then tractor someone and kill it. But that round that you kill it, you're almost guaranteed to lose Chertek. So you're basically trading Chertek for one of theirs, uh, because of that barrel um from discipline. If it's if it's only the 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 target lock you might get away with it but the fact that they can reposition to get the optimal shot that they want as well you know, <clears throat> makes it really tough for for um, for that ship but again you have four ships that are actually you have Goron also just if you're thinking about it the, the bid is on, on on the Empire side so Goron is actually acing uh, to, um, Chertek and and Grievous, so it's, it's, so it is possible to do just some really messy, fu- you know, fight with with the Strikers and their team, and then have Goran kind of avoiding that um, that ensnare because of double repositioning uh, intercept. So it'll be an interesting fight, I think, the, the <clears throat> between this match and the uh, Carson Ray Nicholas got the Resistance Scum one. I think those are, are going to be in two of the ones that, that I'm most interested to see just from a fun spectator perspective.
0: All right. I'm, I'm, I'm about to come in with a spicy take. I think this is 90-10 Sweden. 90-10. Okay. Nothing against Steve. And let me tell you why. Zam specifically does not need to actually engage to fight this squad. She has that back arc. She's got bombs herself. And my question, my question for Steve. Steve, are you watching? Steve, listen. Do you have a plan for a squad that will not joust you? That's my question. All right? Because I, I, I look – this empire squad is a fantastic fantastic jousting squad it's got a lot of tools my question is will Gorin be willing to not be a support ship because in this in this squad it's a support ship it's not an ace right is he willing to to take that uh is if he takes first player does he want that so that he can make sure Gorin needs to go where he goes, or will he take the second player so that he can end up manipulating and uh, and moving after the initiative force? Because you got both Grievous and Chertek in there. That's those are the, the that's the number one question that comes to my mind. Additionally, you also have uh, some of the some of the rocks. The maneuverability of the strikers is really, really good, but with Zam, Chertik, and Grievous out there, they can weave around the asteroids significantly, and I think that the placement of those could end up swinging in the game. If, um, if Team Sweden can make it so that the strikers end up taking damage from the rocks, end up with turns where they can't shoot or discipline doesn't matter, I think it goes Team Sweden. I, I, that, I, I You know, I love my Team USA, but I'm trying to be as objective as possible. I don't. I I think if Steve can pull this one out, he could end up. You know, he he would be the hero of this round because I think he's, he has the toughest matchup we've seen so far. Wait, <laughs> spicy
2: takes yeah. from Dion. Yeah, so far. I would <laughs> so far. agree. So far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen, listen. That I I get. You know. We gotta go with uh, with what we what we're talking about now. So I gotta
1: defend our team a little bit though. That 90-10 is quite the take. It, it is a take. Ooh, a guy here, that I'm went ten and zero these... against a lot of Zam. There was a lot that's of that's right. That
0: ten and zero, but the trick's out the bag. The trick that was the, nobody had seen it before. It was brand new. What can you do for me today? Not two weeks ago. Not two months ago. Alright? So I've been watching a lot of ESPN lately with my dad, okay? It's 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 coming out for sure. Alright. <laughs> what what sport? It's just it's like football, you know, it's like Cricket. Yeah. He why he likes baseball, basketball, football. I, I
2: just don't I don't even know what season it is. That's why
0: it's a well, legitimate I, question. I went I went to uh, actually this uh yesterday um Arwen, myself, uh, Devin, and my dad, we went to a White Sox game. It was wonderful. The White Sox won. It was a good time. It was Arwen's second game, technically, but first one where she was aware because we took her when she was, like, super tiny, and uh, she had a great time. That's the, the better Chicago baseball team. Today. Ooh, there's the hot take. That's right. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I don't, I, <laughs> As I don't somebody know, from St. Louis, sports. I literally, I, I am contractually obligated to never say anything good about the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, uh, at GSP After Dark. I will give you. I used to work for the Cubs, and I will give you my opinion on those matchups. Whenever the Cardinals came to town, that was interesting. All right, you got to stay after for that, though. All right. So the final matchup we're going to talk about the seventh one. I forgot who's up. Is it you, Marcel? I
1: don't know, but I'll take it. Uh, so we got uh, Daniel Leone flying a scum list for the USA. He is flying ZAM because um, it's separatist and it's ZAM with treacherous Count Dooku, thermal detonators, false transponder codes, and a hull upgrade against, uh, no, not against, with five Trade Federation drones. So nice little blocking, five ships uh, blocking and sharing tokens around against um andreas andreas Carlson is that thing Andreas Carlson. Carlson
0: yes, yeah
1: uh against one of the boogeymen flying Hera with rockets Ahsoka with sense instinct instinctive whatever concussion missiles is that concussion missiles or is that cluster
0: cause Con- concussion concussion okay, yeah
1: concussion missiles good. I would have been even more sorry for... No. Anyway, that was... <laughs> Cluster Missiles. Uh, then you've got Cherubay, uh Not Bay. You've got Wedge with Predator and Arval with Intimidation. I really like their take on it. Um, you know, they, 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 they kind of format the whole um, Hawk and the whole... Um, you know, a lot of people are either going with the Hawk or with Garvin and Two Tubes. I really, really like, and I hadn't thought about it, the... Ahsoka with Sense and Intimidation Arvel. Um, that makes it, <clears throat> I think, not so much for Daniel because he's got a lot of throwaway ships uh, that can go and set up the, um, you know, the blockade so that Arvel has a hard time getting to, to, uh, to Zam. But that is a really good combination. Outside of this tournament, that's one of the combinations that I'm looking forward to try is um, Ahsoka and Arvel with intimidation, uh, Sucker with sense, and Arvel with intimidation. But um, yeah, this is probably out of out of uh, when we were doing our practice, um, when we were doing our, our mock drafts, not drafts, but our mock our mock pair matchups, yeah, and all the matchups. This was in our view definitely the the boogeyman list out of out of out of all of Sweden list. Not only because of the player, but because of the list itself as well. Um, so, in my opinion. Uh, this, is, this is a winnable match it's just the the short end of the draw on on daniel's side but but we believe we believe in daniel we we, we believe he can he he can he can overcome he's got some good blocking potential um and he's got he's hes he's, he's got options and that treacherous is might is uh, you know it, <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna trigger <laughs> that treacherous is gonna trigger a few times i think so I, I, I lean towards the Rebel Swedish list on this one, but uh, I wouldn't count Daniel out on it either.
0: Oh, listen to that coach talk. Listen to that coach talk. All right, Will. This is going to be
2: rough for those vultures. I stopped flying vultures. I was huge on vultures uh, for so long um, until – uh i had to face against wedge uh the bane of every vulture's existence um when wedge just eh, casually arranged to roll out three hits no big deal and the vulture rolls a, a measly little one blank and just is evaporated oof um so, uh, so the separatists would have to engage perfectly uh for this to work um uh, otherwise, the vultures just buying Zam time. That's all they're doing. Um, so maybe, maybe that will work to the advantage. But that's a lot of work for Zam to do. I'm um, gonna have to, unfortunately, give this one to Sweden.
3: All right, Matt. I, I'm leaning the same way. Like I'm looking at Wedge, and Wedge, Wedge looking at two agility ships. The entire list is two agility ships. He's he's thirsty. He's he's hungry, uh, so it, it, it doesn't look good. Especially if you can get Arvel in there and turn it into a zero agility ship
0: mm-hmm. with
3: intimidation. Uh, ugh, it it it. He uh, Daniel's got an uphill battle. I he's a great pilot, but then also uh, Carlson's a really good pilot too, so that doesn't you know help. And then also like the concussion missiles from Ahsoka. Like if Hera plinks a damage in, or if Wedge does any damage, Ahsoka's is going to launch a concussion missile and flip up a bunch of cards. And uh, that just the potential to clear two vultures per round is strong and not healthy for uh, Daniel. But uh, uh, Zam, uh, you know, as Will was, you know, saying, is a very hated pilot, so. Uh, Zam has the potential to do enough damage uh, as long as the the Trade Federation drones can get the uh, Zam to the end game. Zam has a chance.
0: I I agree. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. It, it, it's all going to come down to the end, end game. Wedge versus Zam. That I think that is that is the that is the matchup. Right there, who ends up off the board first uh, will likely end up flipping that game one way or another, and of course, you always got to watch out for that pocket because Hera's carrying one of those in her pocket. All righty, so Daniel, uh, who's, let
2: me uh, let me before we move on, who's got yeah. the bid here? I know Daniel's got 198.
1: Uh, what's the? Um, I think the rebel came in without a bid. Let me check.
0: Rebels, 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 rebels. One ninety nine. Yep, one ninety nine.
1: So
2: we do have we do have Zam moving after Ahsoka, so that 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 that's going to lean a lot, uh, or that's going to give Zam a good advantage. Um, Plus the I think the the trick that might save Zam would be those false transponder codes, Um, uh, a, a clutch lock. Uh, on hero before that proton uh,
0: rocket gets lined up uh, could be super valuable all right so i am i'm calling it now daniel is on hero watch all right hero watch can he put the team on his back because if he pulls a w out of this one we're buying him a drink all right because this 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 is going to be a definite tough matchup. Um, as we stated before, we just I, I think it's going to be consistent. When we see Hera in the other list, it's going to be a bad day. Rebels are really good. I expect ev- and I haven't looked through every single team's list, but I would not be surprised if every single rebellion list in the XTC has Hera plus other stuff in it. Right? Like, it's. I think there's
1: like one team that doesn't. We have one opponent that doesn't.
0: Okay. Oh, I think in it's Spain. Right?
1: Yeah, it's Spain. They went with Shara Bay and stuff. Yeah, they got Shara.
3: That's right. That's <laughs> that right. one threw me off. <laughs> I, right, man. I, I like hey, it. Sarah, yeah, I
1: mean, she's going to get free tokens. So she's going to be... I mean, she's basically... You got a three-dice gun, A-Wing.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So that uh, that is... We've gone through all seven of the matchups here. We've gone through all seven of the matchups. And so with all of that, and we were talking... We, we said this one was Team Sweden. So what we said from let me make sure to get these different flags out here so that people can see all right now from the matchups we were talking from the matchups we were looking at it looks like we had said that we believe there was let me just double check here you're writing them down yep one oh. two three there was three of them that we thought were even okay Three of them that we thought were even two to Sweden and two to u s right that meant that equals seven all right, so two two, and three so the question is right there we got that that's that's a tie those those of you who are on that bubble and to remind you guys that was Marcel's list uh Marcel's matchup um. Carson-Ray's matchup, that's the resistance versus scum, and then also Will's matchup. I think those are going to be some of those that really determine it. And, of course, if anybody can pull a win out of those Sweden slanting games— That's going to definitely push USA into getting that W in round one. Now, quick question, Captain Capitan Marcel. Now, all of these games, these seven games that are going to be happening, all happen this week?
1: Yeah, the deadline is uh, Sunday, but we're hoping to be done by Saturday because um, um, there's just administrative stuff that needs to happen after all the games are done. So, excuse me, so hopefully all games will be done by Saturday. I know Steve is already, uh, the Empire match is already on the schedule for tomorrow at 1900 UTC, which is, I think, um, like 2 or 3 p.m. Um, Chicago time. I think it's 3 p.m. Chicago time. Uh, so that will be, as far as I know, that's the first matchup that got, um, paired already so steve is one of those uh was, was steve's matchup was was that was one of the ones that were favoring sweden um, yeah, sweden. sweden so that would be our, our first if he can pull that one off that would be our first uh upset but that is our our first game
0: All right. Well, fantastic. So for next week, we will be bringing you, of course, the results of what happened the previous week. And we'll be going through these matchups again, talking about what the other teams brought, how are we positioned as Team USA in the current standings, and what we think might be coming out of that. Uh, This was super fun. Matt, thanks for joining us today, man. Hey, it's always
3: good to be on. I, I, I like you guys. Yay! Be like you, Matt. <laughs> hey, mm. Mar- Mar- <laughs> Marcel, you're waving at
1: me
0: so I don't forget Local something. Illinoisan, uh,
1: uh Yeah, so I was gonna say, um, when is the is the next GSP
0: qualifier? Uh, the the I know GSP that's coming up? Yes, the GSP qualifier is this weekend. Yeah. This weekend, Bespin. So, of course, we're going to be taking a look at those Best Spin results as well. I thought that was a given. You know, I'm just kind of giving. We got our Team USA update will, of course, be a little bit larger than it has been. But it's going to be about half XTC, half Spin, breaking that down. Um, tickets are still currently available. And I'm looking forward to see who ends up getting the W there. Yeah, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well um is there anything else i'm forgetting you took my outro from me
1: well i i didn't know because we hadn't mentioned it at all i just wanted to make sure that we <laughs> of we course didn't
0: leave it in the oh no oh, no best best, best treatment treatment ready podcast. to go i will tell you like i said the attendance for for the australian events has been historically the lowest this is your chance to go and steal yourself a qualifying uh, event for the Battle for Alderaan, the Galactic Championship uh, The stream time will start, if I'm remembering my conversions correct, the stream time will start at 8pm central on Friday Friday 8pm central will be the beginning of, um, of that day, that is actually my last day of work for the school year So hopefully they let us go early so I can take a nap. And if they're not, I might need to take a personal day on the last day. (laughs) Like, I'm going to take a personal day. Why? It's my personal business (laughs) because I got to take a nap. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Personal days, if you don't use them, I haven't used them this year. I got two of them. If you don't use them, you lose them. So why not? As long as my room is finished, that's basically all that's got to get done. So, should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. We got Bespin. We got XTC, Galactic Championships, Worldwide X-Wing. It is the best and of course you know those of you out there who are playing games in person right now because it's opened up in your state in your country it's awesome to see the pictures go ahead share it in our discord and of course if you're not following us on Instagram we have been dropping stuff about gold squadron paint wars and I will tell you during our during our cast today Nick Sperry our editor said episode one is done it's completed. It's ready for review from the big papa. All right, I'll be taking a look and and giving notes. But I'm pretty sure. I, oh, mm-hmm. it's feeling good. It's feeling good. What's uh, gonna be the runtime on these episodes? It's gonna be. It's gonna be like a TV show. It's gonna be about a half hour. Half hour. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be about a half hour. Fifteen minutes. If you watch the double speed, I wouldn't recommend it, but you can. <laughs> Bunch of chipmunks. <laughs> Alright, thanks for watching everybody. Stay smart, stay safe, and listen to the Midwest Scrubs podcast. They're pretty good. Gold Squadron, out.